0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: This episode is brought to you by Woo More Play. Have you tried coconut oil lube? If you haven't, you need to get on board. Let me tell you, I am really, really, really damn good at two things. And one of those things is making a great sandwich and the other one involves Woo More Play. Wouldn't you say, Michael Boston? I
0: would give you an A+. Guys, this product, this brand, was invented out of necessity. And I'm proud to say that Lauren and I are partners of the brand. We did help create it. We love it. We've talked about it for a long time. Regular listeners know all about Woo More Play. Listen, we were in the bedroom. We are having some freaky time. We thought, what could make this experience even better, even more fun, even more frisky? And we thought... Why not coconut oil lube? A little bit of vanilla, a little bit of stevia for taste, so that when Lauren's doing that thing she does so well, you know, she's she's taken care of it as well. Get a mm-hmm. little sweets in, okay. and um, yeah, guys. I mean, it is a game changer.
1: You can put it on your vanity, which is very ideal. It's not going to be gross. It comes in inconspicuous packaging, so your next door nosy neighbor isn't going to be all up in your shit. And you can eat it like it suck it, fuck it. So it's kind of like a trifecta of everything you want.
0: Do you want to hear the number one customer service complaint on Woo? I found this funny. What? Guys, do not let your dogs get into the Woo. Like I said, it's edible, it's all natural, all organic. If those dogs get a hold of it, they will tear through the package, they will eat it. I cannot tell you how many screenshots we have of happy Woo users. Upset that their dogs ate it, but don't worry, if even if your dog does, most likely we'll just send you a new one because we want you to have fun.
1: Sounds like our producer, Taylor. All right, guys, use code him and her for twenty percent off at checkout. That's woomoreplay.com, him and her at checkout for twenty percent off.
0: That's W-O-O-M-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y dot com. And then like Lauren said, code him and her for twenty percent off your entire order. Let's slide into the show.
3: The other part that I don't think enough many people comment on about being an entrepreneur or doing your own thing is is the fact that the real magic saws it, how you change along the journey. Like that is the real magic, is like doing difficult things is the journey that shapes us and that's the beauty, is like who you become as a human being and what you learn on the way. And most people focus on the external factors or the end goal versus who they become as human beings.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. That clip was from our guest of the show, Taro, the founder of Four Sigmatic, which we have been partnered with for, I think, three years now. This is Taro's third appearance on the show. Many of you may be familiar with him. My name is Michael Bostick. I'm a serial entrepreneur and brand builder, most recently, the CEO of the Dear Media Podcast Network. Typically, across from me is my wife and creator of the Skinny Confidential, Lauren Everts, but today she is not in the studio, giving her a little break with the kid taking a little rest and relaxation. So just have me. I'll keep it short and sweet to the points that we can get into it. She is on this episode. Have no fear. I know I know you guys really want to sit here and listen to me, but don't worry. she's She's on the she's on the episode too. So Taro is one of our favorite people. We met him actually through this show a while back by by learning about Four Sigmatic, the product that we talk about all the time. He has his mushroom coffee and elixirs, which you know we seem to not be able to stop talking about and taking. I take one every time I do this podcast because we love it so much. And for those of you that have been listening for a long time, you're more than familiar with the coffee. For people that are veterans of the show, you may have also heard Terrell on episode 116 and 152. I think with a couple other guests, he may hold the record for most appearances on this show. And that's because he always brings the fire when it comes to podcasting. If there's one entrepreneur founder that I think really, really gets this space, it's Tarot. He never comes on these shows and tries to do a crazy pitch or sell. He always just tells stories. He's fascinating. And he's somebody, you know, I'm always amazed by the amount of information that Tarot keeps in his head. He's one of those guys that can you bring up any topic and he has a base knowledge in it. Those are the people that I always find the most interesting, which is why we love having him on this podcast, because there's always something to talk about. And it's not just about the mushrooms, right? There's, he can talk about basically any subject. He's someone that I call for advice all the the time when I'm running my own ventures, you know, pick his brain. He's really done an incredible job building for Sigmatic. And, you know, you'll see, but from this episode and all the others we've done with him, how smart he is and how much of a special person he is. We really, really got close with him about a year ago when we went to Finland with him, which is a trip that Lauren and I would have never done on our own. It really took us out of our comfort zone. We went and saw the northern lights, went into like 22 degree, maybe Terrell will probably correct me on that, 22 degree water, which was freezing, hot, cold plunge, snowmobiling. We went, we went ice fishing. Fishing, went, you know? At one point, I was driving a dog sled. I don't know how that happened. So with that, Tara, welcome back to the show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her.
1: Do you have a lion's mane shot?
2: Michael, Michael no, no, won't you, give me a lion's no, mane shot. You can have these. Yeah, he,
1: let him have, let no, me Michael, have one. No,
2: oh, I just want one. Hold
1: on. Can I just say this to the audience and everyone? Michael is so stingy with these lion's main shots. He will not give Taylor one. Where did mine go? No, do you know why? Because come here Taylor, come get one. I'm
0: getting one. No, what happens yeah. is Taylor sneaks in and steals
3: them and then no, I, I run out. I, I
1: no, me one. and Taylor stole, one. stole one together. Perfect. <laughs> I can drink this when I'm pregnant, right?
3: Yeah, as long as you're comfortable with caffeine. Um, I'm
1: comfortable with caffeine. I don't know if the pregnancy police is no comfortable with caffeine. I'm comfortable with caffeine.
3: Yeah, that's the thing.
1: You know, um, I do 200 milligrams a day. And if you? my body tells me I don't want any more than that, then I don't have that. Sometimes I have 100 milligrams.
3: See, that's what I think with pregnancies. There's 200,000 years of evolution that tells a woman what to take and what not to take. And then we mess with that. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just listen to what your body wants?
0: We mess with every. Uh, uh, there, oh my god! I thought Taylor stole it, but it's behind a water bottle. Oh my god, damn it.
1: I've never ever felt more intuitive and more like a clairvoyant than when I've been pregnant. My body literally tells me exactly what it needs when I need it. And exactly. if I if, if I um am drinking caffeine, sometimes I just will put it away. I don't want it. And before I was pregnant, I wanted two cups every day. So mm-hmm. it does tell you, like you know, stop. But the pregnancy police is real, I, Tarot.
3: I it is real i know our bodies always tell us what to do i think in a pregnancy you're just more sensitive so i think that's the big difference when you notice it same if you ever go on a long cleanse and then you come out of the cleanse and you have a slice of pizza and you get a headache you know (laughs) because your body's more sensitive but i think always if you tune in you can hear what you need we just ignore those messages
0: or if you don't drink alcohol for a long time, then you go back in and you just for get sure. shit house. And that's
3: what they say about like ODs as well with drugs. It's oh, yeah, like you, oh. it's like I can't remember what's the percentage, but overwhelmingly those happen after you try to quit. You get clean up for a while, and then, yes. you, then you go back. It was and try some. To do what you did? I'm not going to quote people. Always quote a fake statistic like 82 <laughs> percent of ODs <laughs> happen. Anyway, it's a high high amount that happen because people get clean and then they take their old. It wasn't Amy Winehouse one of those that she went clean and then.
0: I think they can do the same amount.
2: If yeah. I
1: have one friend that I would not do a fake statistic in front of, it's you.
2: Oh, really? No, Why I wouldn't. That?
1: <laughs> I just wouldn't go for a your, fake your statistic. Your mind is like a steel trap. <laughs> yeah, I don't it. fuck yeah. with that.
3: <laughs> you, <don't. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to call BS. Yeah. <laughs> It's been
0: one year since you've been on here and there's a lot that's happened since then. We went to Finland together. We didn't even get to talk. We didn't even get, we were meaning to get you back on here to talk about that for literally a year. But that was the trip and I was like, this guy's got a lot of shit up in his mind. Like you, yeah. you, you you, store a lot of random information up there. That's good information, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot.
3: I'm not sure if it's always good information. It's good.
1: <laughs> it's good. You took us on a trip that we like would never have been able to go on if it wasn't for you taking so, us. So
3: one year after, how do you feel about that trip? Was, was there anything to come out of that trip that has been helpful to your... Let me talk data? to you about something. Okay.
0: Okay. Lauren, <laughs> if you haven't noticed about her... She's not. She doesn't. I don't. She doesn't do so well in the cold. Yes. So so first we bring her to the freezing cold. Second, she doesn't do so well in the dark. And third, she is never been in a situation where she's trusted me to drive a dog sled in the <laughs> middle in the middle of the freezing cold. And so here's what. Let me tell you what she did us. You brought us out There's hey, we're going dogs and i figured there's going to be somebody that's going to be like behind you know when you go skydiving and there's a person behind you and they're holding you and you're like okay no, cool at least somebody... not in
2: lapland yeah
0: so the next thing i know everyone's like okay we're gonna go dog racing dog sledding and all these wild dogs are gonna pull you and like my wife's there and she's gonna get in the front and they're like okay you step here to to break and you let go to go and they're like go and next thing i know i was driving all of these fucking dogs in the middle of a blizzard freezing cold dark lauren is as we're going through she's freezing and yelling at me to slow down and asking me Well you him, were
1: going so fast.
0: Well, I, the never, dogs
3: were going fast. No,
0: I, I didn't know. I'm, listen, there's no training. Like literally my training for dog sledding was 3 minutes of a guy saying, "Hey, you're going to go and step on this thing."
3: Not 3 minutes. It was, "Here's the break."
0: Yeah. I kept asking. I said, "What where are we supposed to turn?" Michael said, "I've never been here." I go, "No, she's yelling at me. She's like, "Where are we going?" I go, Lauren, I've never been to La- Lapland. I've never been. To La- I've never driven a dog sled. I have no idea where we are." And I was like, "And it's pitch black." I was like, These This could take me I liked
1: it, though, because it takes me out of my comfort zone. You're so used to all the, you know, things like Uber and Postmates (laughs) and all these different things in LA. And and it's like a completely different world over there. And I think it's important to expose yourself to really different places. So for me, that's somewhere that I would not have gone had you not brought us there. And it was beautiful and amazing and mind-opening and the cold and the heat and the dog flooding I mean, that Michael didn't know we were going was different.
0: We may have ended up going there, but it wouldn't have been that experience, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I yeah. think that, like the experience you brought us to was like so, it was such a unique experience. That's why we appreciate it because we, we people may go over there, but they don't necessarily do the things that we did mm-hmm. and get exposed to the cultures that we got exposed to.
3: For sure. And I, I think there's something beauty about like going to the uncomfort zone and having those experiences and letting someone else kind of take you there. Because if you take yourself there, you're not gonna go that far. Or there are exceptional people that will go that far. I'm sure you've had some of them on the podcast, but generally speaking, people will not go that far. So thanks for coming. It was a beautiful trip. And hopefully you enjoyed the nature. That was the main point.
1: The nature's amazing. Mm-hmm. We didn't do mushrooms. No. We almost did.
3: On that trip, no, you didn't, know. But we almost
1: did. What yes. were the, What's the mushroom called there?
3: Amanita muscaria or fly garrick.
1: And what's the difference between Amanita and a chocolate mushroom that everyone's taking at Coachella?
3: <laughs> the chocolate mushroom probably has psilocybin, which is a different family of psychedelic mushrooms, more common, it's a little happier. And the Amanita is a little darker. It's the red mushroom with the white dots. That's your mushroom emoji. We talked about that last the time. Mushroom. The Mario mushroom. Mario yep. mushroom. And that makes you... Uh, a little more like you know when you're bad kind of drunk you know you're like a little like woozy and stuff but there's a lot of wisdom in that one as well but the chocolate mushroom at coachella is makes you giggly and lies. this one makes you
0: face your <laughs> face your inner demons <laughs> yes
3: exactly there's you can have a beautiful experience and connect with nature without psychoactive compounds as well so i'm glad you like the trip
1: what's your preference if you have to do one
3: i would say There are things that you wanna do a few times in life that actually end up being probably more helpful to you. So the Amanita would be one of those things. And then there's things you wanna do quite regularly that you enjoy often. And there's probably a lot of examples of those. There are like once in lifetime experiences that you don't wanna repeat that many times or if ever. And that's Dalmanita. And then there's amazing experiences like that psilocybin can provide. And what's cool now is that you can do those very much legally. There's for example a place in the Netherlands called Synthesis, which is where you can legally go with top experts to consume psilocybin in a control setting in a hundred percent legal way. And you can go to Amsterdam and have a beautiful experience in like a luxurious, you know, a lighthouse and enjoy it and I think that's you can do that a lot more often than the almanita. But I don't think if Coachella is the best place. You know, it's like so many people, so, so much stuff. I think I think these substances are not meant to be recreational. They're meant to be, you know, mind expanding and and insightful.
1: I agree with you. And I've only been to Coachella in my entire <laughs> life for five minutes.
3: I took five minutes. Yeah, it's
1: five minutes. I took a what picture happened? And- it's just not. You just not went my on the feel. I don't have. I don't have problem with anyone took a that selfie? likes it. I t- I took a picture in an Instagram and then I left. Wow. It's too. I. Well, I it's did not, you get
3: paid for that picture?
1: I, it was a job, and so we went and we did the picture, and then we left, and I was fine with that. But I mean, people love it. Mm-hmm. I think if you are for me, because you know, I if I'm going to do mushrooms, I'm not going to do them while I'm pregnant. So everyone, <laughs> calm down. It's going to be somewhere that is in nature mm-hmm. during the day. Yep. Um, with people I trust. I think that's a big one. You don't want to be around or people weird enjoy. energy.
3: Exactly. I think you're you're right on the spot. Those are the few things that people often get wrong. They do in a setting where they're not comfortable. Either they're not comfortable with the space and the setting, or they're not comfortable with the people around you. That's a big mistake. And being somewhere where it's, nature is an element I think is, is huge. So I think you're right on the spot. And then Jim
0: and Jenny from high school pop out of nowhere. You haven't seen them in 10 years in your face. Is, yeah. That, that's, that's-
1: I made one, one horrible mistake of doing them in a place that was very public. Yeah. And I almost had a nervous breakdown. Michael couldn't believe it. I'm not a crier mm-hmm. and I, I think I shed a tear because it was it was too many personalities it was too much energy it was you know like michael said jenny from high school coming up to you in your face and it's like that's not that that didn't do it for me so i learned my lesson not
0: a lot of soul searching going on no
3: a lot of sweating (laughs) no you're panicking
1: now ayahuasca is such a thing to go away Mm -hmm. and do ayahuasca what are your thoughts on that i feel like out of everyone you're probably pretty well researched into that before we dive into that, I'm going to talk about my latest obsession, my pregnancy obsession: cereal. Specifically, where I get my cereal is Thrive Market. Okay, this is what I did: I went on and I ordered the coconut flakes. They're like these organic, delicious flakes, non-GMO, and then I also ordered the honeyos that taste like honey nut Cheerios. Oh. They're so good. You guys like in the dark a big bowl with unsweetened almond milk, you can't go wrong. So again, they're the toasted honeyos and the coconut flakes. That's what you want to reach for. Michael was like trying to get into my cereal as I was just crunching it while watching Housewives. It was heaven.
0: So for everyone that doesn't know and has not been listening to the show, Thrive has been a partner for years now, and we love them because Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. There's guaranteed savings for every order. Membership pricing with 20 to 50% off traditional retail. So even though you are paying a membership fee each year, it more than pays for itself because of the amount of savings that you're getting. They have everything sorted by diet, whether you're paleo, vegan, gluten-free, vegetarian, everything is sorted, all the best ingredients. They take out all of the guesswork because they only carry the best stuff.
1: Like I said, pick up the cereal, go to my page. It's like all curated for you. I have my favorite sweet and salty kettle corn, my Rouse Arbiata sauce. It's so good, like over a zucchini noodle. And then I have the mini dark chocolate peanut butter cups on there. Okay. oh, So good. I'm telling you.
0: So we love that you can choose your membership for us. We obviously have the 12 month membership because we use thrive monthly that works down to just $5 a month. And we more than make back that $5 a month because of the savings on thrive. And remember, you also can try this risk-free. You have your first 30 days risk-free completely. So to check it out, go to thrivemarket.com skinny to find a membership that fits your lifestyle. Again, that's thrivemarket.com skinny. And be sure when you sign up there to check out Lawrence curated page.
3: Like many of these other substances, they've existed for a long time for reason. The main active compound, DMT, that you can get in ayahuasca, is actually in all living things. It's in us. They say that when you die, just before you die, that it gets excreted in a higher amount, and that's why people say that you see the light or something. Yeah, no, light at the end of the tunnel. You see your life flashing through your eyes. You know, in a couple seconds, you see decades of life. Um, so it's very natural, it's been used for a long time. I think we in the society like to say something is good or bad. We're like, this is good, this is bad. Now we're like saying like, you know, social media is bad, but it's brought a lot of good as well, right? Often we think things are binary when it's both. And in this case, it's a beautiful substance can offer a lot of value, but how it's used, I think there's a lot of questionable things and how often it's used. I met. A shaman per- Peru and was like had basically been shaman her whole life and says like to become a shaman like her she had had to take it like twelve times. I know probably like hundred people in Venice who've taken it more than <laughs> more than twenty are they, times. Are they no, they're not. So I think how often you do it, where you do it, with whom you do it, that's where I think uh, it gets more problematic.
0: And probably the reason you you do it.
3: Yeah, although I feel like a lot of people go to get something and they end up getting something that they actually needed. You know, it's not the experience you wanted, it's the experience you needed. So sometimes that does happen is that you go with a question about A and you end up realizing that it was all the time is about this other thing that you've ignored your whole life from childhood or something like that, that you suppressed. But yes, you shouldn't do it because other people are doing it. That shouldn't be the reason. You should do it because you have an intention or or, curiosity or something of, of real deeper meaning.
1: Have you ever done it? Yes. Can you tell us like every detail? Every Do you detail. really shit your pants or is that just? <laughs> that's
0: the first thing she went, to. fuck the no,
1: I did you shit yourself? I, like, because I wanted, that's an important thing to know because if like I'm shitting my pants, I don't really know if I wanna bring my husband with me, you know? Yeah. Like that's an important thing to ask.
3: It is an important thing to ask. Um, I think vomiting is probably a lot more common than shitting your pants. So,
1: I, walk us through. Like, did you do it in Colorado? Did you do it in Peru? Like, I want to know, like, I want to know where you did it. We got to oh. track you
0: down, it. You're yeah. always running oh. around all over the place. We got to know, we, we want to know when. Oh, the where, specifics.
3: How. Yeah. I think it would be more fun if once you're done with this pregnancy and, you know, breastfeeding, maybe we go undo it somewhere and then we talk about it. I think one of the things that I struggle with psychedelics is the fact that it's hard to explain certain things. Yeah, I so, get that. So for example, you're about to give birth. It's like, how do you explain that? Like it's pretty hard. You can try and you should try, but like there's just certain things um, holding your own child for the first time is probably one of those things. It's just psychedelics is it's very hard to explain. And I think words are the lowest form of communication that we do. And there's so many other ways to communicate. And I just think that's a little difficult, but I think it would be fun that we would go on an experience at point, we can go to like Costa Rica or somewhere where we can just comfortably legally do it and have that experience
1: so let's like book it after the podcast okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, oh my God.
3: taylor
0: check my schedule book the i flight. think that you
1: would want to try it now too after talking to so many different people i think at first you didn't want to but i can tell when he just mentioned a couple of things that you're interested
0: well no, like it's like i said it's it's who so like mm-hmm. i would trust Taro to do something like that not some of my like wacko friends that are just trying to go to Coachella or, or sure. somewhere and party like that's especially
3: not that... that one you will not no. do oh. it in But yeah setting. no
0: if it's the right setting the right person Sure. Then I you know it's funny, it's like a lot of people don't I've never done recreational drugs mm-hmm. in my life, right? Like I just and that's not a joke. That's just like really I've never done I never had a calling to it, like never mm-hmm. done cocaine, never done Same. and I would say if I did, like, you know, I've had obviously drink alcohol, um, not so into you know I, I've never just I, like I said. I've never been called to want to do some kind of recreation. I always think that I'm already enough as it is, and I'm pretty turbo and excited. Imagine me on cocaine, which never shut <laughs> me the fuck. I mean, I'd just be too, way too the fuck. Out. If
1: you were on cocaine, I would just move into would, a different. House. Let me say something. I, I would be the that.
0: fucking worst cokehead in the world because I like to go really fast. I like to talk a lot, and I would just annoy everyone around me. I'm already kind of close <laughs> to that. Um, but stuff like this, that's natural and from the earth, like that, that I that makes sense yeah. to me. That 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 I get called to.
3: Yeah, and you're hopefully coming out of it as a better human. I remember you saying at one point when you guys took mushrooms, you you found more compassion in Michael. You said that. Remember? I she did looked find at me more. And she said, "God damn, this is a beautiful
0: man." <laughs> no, yeah. I'm I found so more compassion, and
1: Michael was telling me things about stuff. And I don't. Again, I don't even know how to explain it. He was telling me things that I subconsciously knew but didn't consciously know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know what this is like, though, and this is why I get what you're saying. Yeah,
1: you can't explain it. It's, you, you can't, can't it. It's
0: like waking up and telling someone about your dreams. It's really annoying. When you
1: is. wake up and tell me about your dreams, I wanna scratch my eyeballs out. Like, I tell also, them, I'm like, go tell a friend.
3: Also, do you know, like, when somebody hears a funny joke and then they try to retell that joke, and it's not that funny anymore. If you just can't tell that, some, some people can't tell a joke. So I don't know if somebody listening to this would even find interesting you explaining a dream or explaining about psychedelics no, but they're
0: hitting the but, fast-forward button
3: but what you said about mushrooms applies to other forms of psychedelics as well so you got to be careful who you do it with where you do it so don't just go to some home shaman and random person with total strangers. you have no clue you're exposing yourself to a really powerful experience that if you don't do it in in a safe way that could be really damaging actually so same rule applies so do your research
1: what is that toad thing that everyone's talking about
3: so there's two actually they're probably referring to 5-meo-dmt which is a noran toad you can also get it from certain grasses but it's that's the strongest basically psychedelic at least temporarily it's not a long experience but you smoke this toad substance and that's that's like if there's if ayahuasca is the dmt this is the 5 meo dmt so this is like even more of like a rocket ship and you completely lose control and then there's there's combo which is more like a frog that it's not a psychedelic but it will like make you vomit it's like a warrior thing where you, people put little drops in their arm but the toad is 5 meo dmt
0: do you know, do you know the history about the first person that figured this out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's these funny stories. I figured if there's one person that knows but I, I always think like, what, what happened to us as human beings where we figured out we could smoke part of a toad?
3: Yeah, exactly. And, and there's also these funny stories like ayahuasca, you, you take one root and one bark and you combine them together. Cause if you just have that one vine, you're not gonna get the DMT out of it. So you have to have these like Mao inhibitors from another plant. So who figured out to combine those plants? And somebody said that the nature, the forest told them to combine those plants. So there's a lot of myth and lore around these stories as well. But it is pretty fascinating to figure out that like somebody was like, okay, I'm gonna try a bunch of stuff. But then again, we all know that person who in less modern society would be willing to try all kinds of stuff. Like we all have that friend. Like everybody has a friend who is willing like, fuck it, I'm gonna try it.
0: Yeah, he's
2: sitting right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, have you tried
1: mushrooms before? At your wedding. Oh, of course, of course. That's a great time to do mushrooms, Taylor. Why don't you just save it all up and then do it at my wedding and do a great (laughs) wedding speech for me when you called me the beast and Michael Beauty.
2: It was after that.
0: He tried to he tried to do this like beautiful speech at the wedding and oh. first of all he told Lauren that she had a bigger dick than anyone at the wedding in front of our parents grandparents everybody
1: Taylor you can insert a couple lines and from your speech was, right here
0: and that he was going to blow it down and then he tried to do a Beauty and the Beast analogy but he was so messed up that he got it confused and called me the Beauty and her the Beast
1: oh oh what about the time where he ended up at someone else's bedside when they were sleeping we forgot about that one yeah, there's no, a lot of I don't things. remember
0: that yeah, yeah but, I'm sure you don't but, <laughs> But our friends remember it. No, we did an episode about it. It's called Mr. Pisspants Wild Ride. It's, 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 a, it's an old episode, but we like put his speech <laughs> into the show. It's really, it, I don't know how to explain it. My dad will never speak to him again.
3: <sighs> Sounds like a fun couple hours.
1: Yeah, so he, so Taylor <laughs> decides to save his mushroom experience right for my wedding when I'm walking down the aisle.
2: He is right, though. It is kind of hard to describe the experience to like actually try to, because to, it's such a strange. It's I strange just remember when we were you're... jumping in the pool, the water, to me, it felt like I was being bathed with, I don't know, beauty in a weird way.
0: Taylor, you are the creepiest
2: individual. <laughs> okay. anyway. But it was a great weekend. It was a great, <laughs> weekend. A great weekend. I wish
0: we knew you then because yeah. was, we would've had fun.
3: Yeah.
1: You could've came down and been the shaman. Speaking for of sure. fun,
0: are you just having the most fun right now running your company? I see your billboards everywhere now. And yeah. it's, and it just seems like a lot of fun, especially in the position you're in now. Cause like, how would you describe your, you're obviously founded for Sigmatic, but, mm-hmm. but what are you, Like, what's your official role now?
3: Official uh, is CEO. You're still but, now. You're the CEO. Okay. Yeah, but um, I, I'm I'm not sure. Am I having fun? Like you, you know, in the US, everybody always says it's like, oh, you're crushing it, killing it. Everybody's always on the up and up. Yep. And then when you find this like external success, people often like, oh, it's amazing. But I think as an entrepreneur, still today, I get like punched in the stomach like every other day, and I feel like complete like shit and. And then there's days when you feel amazing but definitely like as the business gotten bigger you have more flexibility and freedom and you have a team that you can rely on. so what good thing is that you be able to hire like really amazing people to do jobs that either you hate or things that some other people are just way better than you. And that's the same case with me, is that I have an amazing team that can do a lot of stuff and make it easier. But I think as an entrepreneur, there's there's like all these days still that you're like, you feel like the scum of the earth and it's so hard. And then there's days when you feel like you're, totally winning and you feel so good. So I don't think that's really changed. Um, well, that's because when
0: anything good happens, you get the credit in that seat. And when anything bad happens,
1: you get yeah. all the blame. Yeah, but I also think tarot's unique because tarot is addicted to me to the process. Mm-hmm. You like the process. Like, I don't think that you're trying to get to the finish line. Because what's the
2: end? Yeah. Like, what's... He, doesn't,
1: what's, he's, he what's, likes the, the process of the building and the stuff.
3: I mean, you, I, I, mean, I want to learn more about, like, taking a pause and and just kind of savoring the moment a little more. But at the end of the day, it's like what's at the end of the rainbow? We're all gonna die, you know? It's like if you didn't enjoy the journey or if you didn't, it doesn't mean the journey is always fun and easy, but if you didn't find it exciting, like what's what's the point? Like, what are we waiting for, so.
1: Quick break to talk about matcha. I am obsessed with matcha, especially lately. It's not giving me the shakes. It's the perfect balance. It's all over my Instagram story and it just supercharges my morning, which I love. So Roots Nutrition has this matcha collagen superfood powder. So they basically gathered up eight of the best superfoods and they're going to infuse it into your morning. It's a combination of ingredients that makes your body and mind feel amazing no matter what day or time you take it. So sometimes when you get coffee later in the day, it gives you like the jitters, which is so annoying. Matcha doesn't do that. To give you the scoop on this matcha, it's a ceremonial grade matcha for a calm sense of alertness and sustained energy, which I need very much right now. The collagen protein gives you a youthful appearance, and this is going to focus more on healthy skin, healthy nails, joints, bones, everything good. And then they added a little MCT oil and some coconut milk powder for brain support and healthy fats. It has like everything in it. And then it even has adaptogens to fight stress and increase vitality. So if you need a coffee alternative, this is it. They basically gathered up, like I said, the eight best superfoods to take in the morning to give yourself the energy and nutrients you like. And you can even manipulate your husband or boyfriend into this, okay? So I tricked Michael. I was like, let me just do three days without coffee and just give you matcha and see if you notice a difference. He didn't. Surprise. He's obsessed. So if you're feeling nervous to ditch the coffee, just simply substitute it with matcha all you have to do is go to rootsnutrition.com and use code skinny for 20 percent off that's rootsnutrition.com r-o-o-t-z-n-u-t-r-i-t-i-o-n.com and use code skinny at checkout cheers enjoy you'll be obsessed all right back to the show
0: what i found is in this and i think this happens is when you start out like there's a number like maybe you're building a business and there's mm-hmm. an end goal and there's a reason, and then there's like a number attached to it, like, oh, and if I get to that number, like, I'm gonna be so happy, it's gonna be so mm-hmm. great And then you get there and you're like, okay, got it. and it doesn't really like change anything and you're still running so and you're still doing all the things, but it's like, it, it it's not necessarily like there's like you said, some external thing and some endpoint that actually it's like, okay, you're finished and you're happy.
3: Well, the whole point that the two secrets about starting a company or doing your own thing you could be doing as an artist is one is that it makes that nobody ever talks about is that it makes absolutely no sense. Like if you could look at the odds of success starting your own company and the work that goes with it, and the, you know, even if you're successful, it's like a seven to 10 year journey and you work 80, 90 hours and you don't sleep a bunch of nights, like it makes no sense to start a company. You should only start it when you feel like that's yeah, feel. it's your calling. Same as writing a book, same as probably starting a podcast. It might seem like, oh, it's a great idea, but it's a lot of work. And a lot of, you have to do it because you love it. You love conversations. You love meeting new people. And if you love it, awesome. The other part that I don't think enough many people comment on about being an entrepreneur or doing your own thing is, is the fact that the real magic saws it, how you change along the journey. Like that is the real magic is like doing difficult things or even going on trips, like you go on complete darkness in Lapland at minus 39 degrees, and your husband is (laughs) riding a dog sled with Huskies in complete darkness in the forest. It's, It's the journey that shapes us, and that's the beauty, is like who you become as a human being and what you learn on the way. And most people focus on the external factors or the end goal versus who they become as human beings. And there are cases when some people find external success money power fame and they don't come out as a better human being at the end but i think that should be the goal is by doing difficult things you learn more about yourself same as relationships it's kind of like in a way like the goal of a relationship is to learn more about yourself by living with someone else that's like one of the beauties of love or caring about another person
1: i want to know the pros and cons of Finland versus United States with the the mentality like Mm -hmm. what is uh, um, a certain mentality that you see in Finland that you don't see in the United States that you think the United States needs more of and what is a mentality in the United States that you think maybe people in Finland need more of?
3: There's so many, is there something specific?
1: Maybe we, you could do it as it pertains to entrepreneurship or-, or like
3: work-life balance. Yeah. yeah. Or,
0: or well, I, just, I'm interested
1: in work-life or balance. Or even just selfishly. the idea of
0: like what a successful life looks like. It doesn't have to sure. be a financial yes. benchmark, it could just be like what a- what Doesn't a... have
1: to do with money, just, just success so, in general.
3: So what I, I'll start with the positives on the US. What I love is that when in the US people love when I got on an airplane and I sit next to someone and is like, what do you do? Well, I sell mushrooms <laughs> and they're like they have no clue. And they don't probably care at all about mushrooms, but they're like, generally like good for you. Like good that you do your thing. It's like, whereas Europe is like, why would you do that? It's like more, it's an older society. Here people are more open to it. So I love the positivity and the go get him attitude of the US and you know the hard work. Um, Americans work really hard and Europeans, including Finnish, don't work that hard. Like they there's, you know, work-life balance, I'll get to that. But like people work, even as entrepreneurs, sometimes 30, 40 hours. And there's here it's unheard of, right? So I think the positivity and the excitement and the openness to new things, like in the US people are very open to new things. The challenge is the fact that like, I think you forget why you're doing it. Uh, You forget the connection with family, nature, the beautiful things in life, arts, culture. And that's probably the big thing is like, is uh, Finland people are more connected to nature. So even if they're working hard, they take their time to go to the sauna and the, the, the frozen ocean or lake and and do that and spend time with the family over the weekend where where here people work kind of like 24 7 more and i think also in finland generally people when you grow up in a society where you know that you're an underdog i feel like you're more open to the world i feel like the us is very us focused even like canada seems something super foreign or anything like that so the other part is that people in europe including finland are a little more like globally minded, and more aware of what's going on in China or Nigeria or whatever it may be. And here, it's it's really all about the, the US even it's more about even your state. At some cases, like in Texas, it's about Texas, it's not about the world. So I think those are the pros and cons. But as an entrepreneur, I would say it's easier to be in the US. Uh, US is more entrepreneurial minded. But then if you look at quality of life, Europe, generally speaking, has a better quality of life.
0: But I think what people, what I think people don't talk about is yes, we're completely as a country, very, very entrepreneurial minded, mm-hmm. but we're also like, if you're an entrepreneur <laughs> and you get out there and you fuck it up and you don't make it, like nobody's coming to help yeah. you. You're on your, you're done. Like you're We don't
3: out. we don't have homeless people because yeah. like the government will get you a house. Like, but that's funny. It's like not, people are not willing to take risks in that case. So it's funny. Because it's they like,
0: know that there's a safety net, but that's the, that's, you know. But it's, that's, it's,
3: it's, a, it's odd because you think if there's a safety net, you like, you should, take even more risk because nothing can go wrong. But here when there's no safety net, people take it even more risk because there's the, the carrot is bigger, I would say.
0: Well, and also it's like that burn your boats mentality, mm-hmm. right, like if you fuck it up, there's no, like, then you're done, Exactly. to go.
3: And with us, there is, there's such a safety net and you always will be fine. And that often ends up people not even necessarily always trying.
1: What are some very specific and very detailed <laughs> things that you miss about Finland?
3: I would say air quality. Yeah. Water quality. Pretty simple things. There's this there's a certain level of like simplicity that is really refreshing, almost minimalistic. And that just goes around everything. Like here because there's everything is possible, everything is possible and then there has a million things versus in Finland it's a, it's a more straightforward life. It's kind of like to use a beauty anecdote like you have 17,000 products to take and then you're like for every occasion of the day you have a different product versus like if you boil it down, there's probably few things that you truly need. And that's how the society in Finland is that you're really focused on few things that matter and then there's less of this range. So I think water quality, air quality, nature, simplicity are some of the stuff that I like particularly miss. And then certain foods and certain people, but that's more specific.
0: What's going on with the women over there? American women versus are going to get in trouble they don't, um, don't blush too much. Okay,
1: really amazing skin over there. Like remember, remember mm-hmm. you introduced me to a couple women from over there their skin is like crystal clear.
3: Yeah, well, I think it's because here okay, let's use that as an anecdote for how people think about life there versus here. Maybe that's 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 a good lesson. The skin has like broadly speaking 10 different functions that are important for it. It obviously Protects us from pathogens and viruses. So for immunity, it maintains our uh, moisture levels. It keeps our temperature. We can sense things, and there's, so there's about ten things it does. It like it removes toxins. Like a lot of people don't know, but our sweat actually has urine in it. <laughs> Side fact. But
0: wait a minute. The, hold on. So you're telling me that if I, if Lauren's sweating and I kiss, it has urine.
3: There's right. urine in it. i'm
1: always sweating yeah
3: we all are (laughs) and and urine is not necessarily that as bad as people think but back to the story is only one of them is the aesthetic and and here it's really about aesthetic but the skin renews itself depending how old you are it takes anywhere from like a few days as a baby to when you're old or maybe three months might take most people in their 20s 30s 40s it takes about month, month and a half to renew. And we're very focused on just on the surface. And we're treating it with all kinds of stuff versus there, it's more about like general health, like good quality water, good quality of food that creates healthier cells. So I don't think if you look at their, the the women you met who have a beautiful skin, if you look at their skincare routine or something, it's they're not doing anything crazy. It's like soap and some basic stuff. But The fact is that their skin fundamentally is healthier. They're made out of healthier cells. Their gut is healthier. They're less stressed out. Like cortisol is really bad for your skin is when you're stressed out, that really hurts your skin. So I think fundamentally they just live a healthier life and healthy environment, hence their skin is also better.
1: When you were stressed out the other day, I looked at you and I was like,
3: Bro, I was like,
1: he was talking to me. I couldn't concentrate on my spaghetti. You, you, I was like, you gotta go get a facial.
0: So one of the things we wanted to talk about, and like, I know you guys have a product that you that you ingest for mm. skin, mm-hmm. but I, and we were going to talk about the basically the external skincare versus internal, and like, is it a combination? Is it mm-hmm. like where? Do, like, if you were going to say like the balance of good skincare, how much of it is ingesting internal things, the right things versus external?
3: Well, I would say it's majority is what, what, not just what you ingest, but how you live, like stress and sleep, like sleep is so huge for skin quality. And and the product you put on your face or the skincare routine is is a small, it's a minority. Is it 10%, 20%, third? I don't know like the exact percentages, but it is a smaller amount compared to things like hydration, like how much water, do you drink enough water? Like that matters way more to skin, what you ingest. And I think there's just a disconnect in general in the societies like we're really focused on is on this beauty routine without understanding what does the skin do? Kind of like referred to as we're only focused on like one of the 10 main functions, which is the aesthetic. And we ignore all the other functions. Like no matter how much you scrub your skin, there's always gonna be bacteria. So your skin has every inch, has tons of 100 millions of bacteria, and that's good. The bacteria is good. It's actually what's keeping your skin healthy. And I think a lot of people, when they have a skincare routine, they're really focused on the short-term solution. Because if you do use a serum or moisturizer or whatever, you're doing, solving the more immediate thing. But fundamentally, you wanna build healthy body that builds healthy cells. Then it's a lot easier to use the serum after that. You have less, it's almost like you have a house that has a beautiful. You paint the beautiful walls, but there's nothing inside, and there's no running water. And the fundamentally, it's like you want to build a great house, and then it's, it's it looks better as well. And and ingestible beauty is growing a lot, so I think the connection people are connecting is like, oh wow, like. What I take inside actually matters. And funny enough, a lot of the color pigments of skin are also found in foods. And I think this whole idea of rainbow diet is so ancient, but. Things like carotenoids do affect your skin quality. So what you get, these color pigments that you get in foods. Melanin you can get, including in the chaga mushroom, you find high amounts of melanin that affects your skin quality. So there's definitely things you can eat that improve your skin, uh, but skin is so much more a reflection of your whole lifestyle, stress levels, sleep, hydration, and not just the beauty products you take.
1: If you guys are gonna start with any of his skincare, I really, really like the serum. And that's mm-hmm. one that you can put on your face and you can also eat it. Just yeah. so cool.
3: Well, the thing, it's just, that's the other thing is like, why do people not realize that things absorb? Like people put nicotine pads and they absorb nicotine, but somehow they think that putting skincare doesn't go into your bloodstream. And so many skincare products, so many skincare products have like polymers, like lily plastic and- And
0: they're putting it in.
3: Yeah. And that's the thing that frankly when we launched the skincare, I fucked up. I didn't realize how deeply rooted this like what I consider a problem and or misconception in society was. I thought most skincare is sold with just like one or two ingredients and then there's another 50 at the back that nobody ever highlights. You can't even pronounce those. And I thought it would be important to show all ingredients. Because in food, if you go and you buy chickpea pasta, you turn the box and look at what is this actually made out of? And then you look at, okay, it's pretty clean ingredients, I'll eat this. But then when you do beauty, you just focus on one or two like call out ingredients. Retinol, vitamin C. Yeah, endomism. and then you focus on a vitamin C serum. And then you never look, some people do, but most people don't look at the back and look at what else is here. And then there's ingredients that they can't even pronounce. So when we started, we started talking about our skincare products same way as we talk about food. And we realize that that's not how skincare users are used to they're used to being just call out one ingredient and ignore the rest and then the rest is marketing i looked at l'oreal's public uh, statements and they literally like estee Lauder and l'oreal spends three to four percent of the ingredient cost on the actual product so if you buy a hundred dollar serum it's really like costed them like three four dollars out of which only about a dollar of that hundred dollar product is the actual product and then two to three or two to four dollars is on packaging so it's mostly you're paying a dollar you're paying hundred dollars for a dollar with really nice packaging and the lifestyle and instead maybe you should take that hundred dollars and and take some of that money on things like focusing on your sleep quality and stress and going to a ice bath or a fascia release or whatever. Like that fascia release might improve your skin quality more than many expensive skincare items. I am item.
1: obsessed with fascia release right now. I'm telling you, Michael, I walked out, I it it just endorphins through your whole yeah. body, Michael. It's amazing and it's wild. Cause you're, I asked the doctor today, I said, how come when I get a massage, it's not the same release? And he's like, cause we're, it's like a piece of prosciutto. You're breaking up that white mm-hmm. part. And mm-hmm. you don't have to do it a hundred times. You just have to do it four times. He breaks up the white part, and it just releases all this. Like he's up in my neck, but it's releasing my hip. It's wild. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you.
0: I probably need it, but I don't know if I'm I was up to an appointment.
1: Here. He also said, "He goes, I'm not going to treat your husband." And this is for all the husbands out there. <laughs> Turn this up, guys. Turn this up. If he said, "I will not treat your husband if your husband wears his wallet in his back pocket." He said, it's gonna fuck up all the work I do. He said, oh, okay,
0: so not that if I've done that in the past, he's saying moving forward, I got to like switch pockets. He,
1: no, 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 there cannot be a wallet no, in, I, I in your back pocket. He said, when you sit down,
0: he okay, said, the, uh, Yeah, after he treats me, not like put
1: since- it in front of your penis, put it under your <laughs> balls. Do not put it in your fucking back pocket.
0: I'm gonna oh, just wait. start wearing a fanny pack.
1: I, I don't care what you do. Just don't put it in your back pocket. So this brings me to my next question. I am a huge, huge fan of ice. Mm-hmm. Ice facials, ice roller, yes. cryo, because I was so swollen for four years from jaw surgery mm-hmm. and truly the only thing that worked was facial manipulation and ice. You know a lot about ice. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a ballsy motherfucker when it mm-hmm. comes to ice. Can you talk about the benefits of that?
3: Yeah, we were talking, we started. With How co- cold was that water we went into? It was probably about 25 degrees because obviously water freezes before that, but they have a little stream so it can get a little colder. I think that day when we went, it was like minus 19 outside. So Ah. it was like minus 19 Fahrenheit outside. And I would say 24, 25, probably the water. That was no joke. But it's actually, to me, it's almost easier to go into that water and stay for a minute or two than sometimes do a cold shower. Cold showers are really difficult for me because there's more air and exposure and it's like spatting the water versus just immersing in, in the really cold. But yeah, ice. There's so many wellness routines and I'm such a sucker. It's such a lifestyle. I buy all the, <laughs> all the new stuff, but there's really like when it comes down to what truly works, there's like few things that are guaranteed to work. And one of them, fascia release for sure. And the other one is hot cold therapy, but particularly the cold. So ice is one of the best healers than there is. And there's a bunch of reasons what happens. I think what basically does is in a more more simplistic way is Is by doing hot and cold particularly cold you are healthy blood circulation so healthy blood circulation is so valuable and and calming down inflammation which is another thing that's chronically problematic in our society both inflammation in our digestive tract but also inflammation just being stressed out and everything in your case from a surgery but that ice really calms it down and i haven't really met any person who doesn't get benefits from ice like, I really don't know anybody. It can be uncomfortable, same as the fascia release when they put a finger in your mouth and release your jaw and it hurts so much. Oh but, yeah, that is gnarly. But that does immediately help you out. So sometimes the answer that works is not the most fun. It would be more fun if it would be like, massage is more fun than fascia release, but fascia release is probably more effective. Same way as with the with the ice treatment. So. I uh, highly recommend ice. It is also good for beauty and anti-aging, but generally it will release certain endorphins in our body. And it also does help with things like sleep that further snowballs you into a healthier lifestyle. So.
1: I'm a huge fan of ice. You need to get cold. Remember when I took you to cryotherapy. What does it do? With and you, when- I uh, videoed you with your balls shriveled up your butthole. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I would say I would highly recommend ice bath over cryo cryo is better than nothing but i would generally say the benefits you get from cryo are much smaller than the benefits you get from an ice bath even though it's cryo technically is colder
1: so. my friend weston is ice rolling his face every single morning mm-hmm. he's absolutely addicted i do it every morning michael's into ice too just ice on the face in the morning when you're puffy and you've been yes. laying down there's nothing like it
3: yeah so why isn't more people doing it it's pretty simple. It's one of the easiest Inex- things to do. I it's inexpensive as well. I've
1: realized that people don't want the simple answer. Like no. when, I, and I'll tell you how I realized. People don't this.
0: want to be uncomfortable.
1: No, I don't think it's. I that. don't think that
3: ice. I going your whole body into ice is really uncomfortable. I think the face one is not that uncomfortable. I think if in the morning you put it in your face in some sort of like using one of those gel masks, or how do you, how do you i have it?
1: a ice roller that i use yeah. a very specific one and i roll my face with mm-hmm. it and it it's it not that
3: uncomfortable me.
1: no it's not uncomfortable i'm telling michael i think that people don't want the simplistic answer which is why you were saying you fucked up with the skincare because it's almost like they want the list of 800 ingredients yes. it's so wild to me and i don't know if that's just an american thing but when I tell when people are like oh how'd you get your swelling down I'm like Fifty percent of it was facial manipulation. No, it's the same. It's the Rubbing same. Rubbing my face and then moving the fluid down mm-hmm. my neck with lymphatic drainage, and that's such an easy answer because you could do it right now. It's mm-hmm. the same reason people don't want to hear it.
0: No, it's the same reason why, like, when it comes to diet and weight loss and fitness, mm-hmm. people will just they want to be able to take something. You know, they want to yeah. buy this supplement and that's going to solve. They don't want to hear like, hey, you know, add a little more vegetables, add a little bit more lean protein, go to the gym, get a sweat. Oh, uh, like out. if you like, want to
3: get, they don't want to do it. If you want to get really ripped, like sprinting. Like running and sprinting is a little, not <laughs> even for that long. It, like sprint running is probably one of the easiest and most effective ways to get shredded. It's uncomfortable. Run uphill, do ten sprints up the hill. It's uncomfortable, but it works. Running uphill. Okay, but is... here's my
1: theory on sprinting, and I would love to know what you okay. think. Okay. I do not want to sprint or run because I think, and this is my opinion, I think that it sags your skin. I think it sags your tits, I think it sags your vagina, I think it sags your knees, and doing, I think it sags your face. Now,
0: If you're doing it for long periods of time. Over and
1: over, and, okay, so for me, I'd rather do walking. Mm-hmm. I think that walking for me, it lowers my cortisol. We talked about cortisol. Yes. The sprint is upping the I, cortisol. I'm
3: huge on walking. You should definitely walk, and you should walk way more. You don't have to sprint that often. You Most of the day, you should walk where we're just sitting everywhere, like right now. So we're just sitting. So walking is a better daily activity. That being said, to your sagging point, then maybe you should run uphill, or because then you're not really bouncing. Because when you run on flat, you're bouncing a lot. If you go uphill, you're kind of like eh, eh. it's when, harder.
0: After you're done, it's you're better, better for your
3: knees as well. A lot of people don't know how to run, which sounds really funny, but they their poses. But when you run uphill, you're naturally more in the correct position of running. It's so like going
0: it, downhill is the worst.
3: Downhill, but even in flat, most people don't know how to run. But when you go uphill, you're more naturally in the correct positioning. So going uphill or even walking really, really steep uphill on like short spurts is better. So maybe you walk uphill on I short spurts. I knew you would know
1: the answer. <laughs> but it's not completely wild that I think that, right?
3: No. and And that's the other part about to the skin is like, as we age as human beings our skin quality starts to go down and collagen production goes down and other things happen and and but by maintaining healthy habits it happens slightly slower so
1: to sum it up for the audience what are three wellness things that you would recommend that you've tried and you think they deliver
3: i would say sleep is number one Agreed. so and you can achieve this in many ways but generally speaking having the room darker, keeping the room colder. Even if you really don't like the cold, sleeping in a colder room with warm blankets probably is gonna improve your sleep quality. There's things like the chili pad where you can put it under your blanket and control the temperature, but sleep by far the most important. We talked about the other one, which is ice. I would recommend ice cold, but always end with the cold. Don't end with the warm. So go to the sauna, cold plunge, but end with the cold or end being a little bit on the colder side than warmer side. And then I would say various hydration is, is key. I think a lot of people end up drinking water, but they still are dehydrated. So adding cucumber, lemon, lime into your water is probably helpful. Also thinking about things that you consume in large amounts. So if coffee is something you consume in large amounts, being mindful. coffee consumption as well what kind of coffee some are more dehydrating than other coffees also when you have coffee remember to have water as well so like things like that so sleep hydration and hot cold is something I would recommend and I would same as with the fascia I would be shocked if those don't work when done right it's just like evolutionary they're in us so
1: what's your morning routine
3: I don't have a morning routine. I have themes that do change seasonally. I think that's another. Tell
1: me th- the themes. Get so, into a tarot.
3: <laughs> so the themes is like, how is it possible that we live year round the same way? Like, I don't think that was meant to be. I don't think we're meant to eat the same food. There is a fatty season, you know, indulge the fatty season. But then there's also there's a fatty season it, like the winter. The winter is yeah. the fatty season. So there's nothing wrong with being a little, a little chubby. You know, yeah. it's like just get a little chuppy. but then you know have that season when you're like eating more salads and lighter and 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 the temperature used to control it but some of us in this modern day life because we're so much indoors we forget the elements and then we don't have seasons but what is similar about morning routines a year round to me is hydration huge 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 hydration getting the blood moving you could do it with you know your roller by but you i like yoga or some sort of like going fresh air going for a walk first thing like you have so much more energy you don't need coffee if you get fresh air in the beginning and then you have the coffee maybe later so that's really valuable so for example this morning wake up have a bunch of water now i've been doing protein smoothies i often fast in the morning but now i do like protein smoothies first thing in the morning So, what's
0: what's the protein source or sigmatic
3: yeah we have a protein now (laughs) but so um i'm having that before that i would make my own similar blends that we do but i would have to buy multiple products because i don't like gums and natural flavors i'm not big on these gums i think they mess up our gut our gut is our second brain gut also impacts skin quality so much So I would buy these like really clean protein sources. Then I would mix them because they taste gnarly. So then I mix them with other stuff to make it taste better. But protein powder, blueberries, wild blueberries, water, ice. That's fundamentally it. Sometimes I put like nut butters or something like that for more energy. Then I do ashtanga right now. I do a morning series 1A, 1B and then once my body kind of warms up after that, then I do, depending on the day, something else. Then I call my mom, I FaceTime my mom, cause she's 10, we have a 10 hour time difference. So it's either early in the morning or in the evening. So talk to the family. And that's where kind of the day starts. Those are the like non-negotiables.
1: Every successful person that comes on this podcast has a space in their morning that's just for them. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Like they create space w- w- to talk to their family or to read or to move their body or to hydrate. No one has come on this podcast Why successful. do you think that is? I think that, that it's so chaotic to be an entrepreneur and to be a successful person that you have to have that foundation of your day in the morning mm-hmm. to yourself to get your mind right. It's time to think. Or you can't focus.
3: I, I agree. I do see some people over performing there where they have a two hour morning routine that gets so... <laughs> Overboard, but that I made a joke the other day. It's like I get I get home from work. By 3 p.m. I'm <laughs> done. No, I'm
1: just gonna We're still in the morning. It's not, it's not, over. it's a one hour but, routine.
3: but I would say I would also recommend trying to split the day half. So I take a nap middle of the day. But if you can find ways to in the middle of the day, have a siesta, go for a walk, go work out, do something that breaks the day half, and that often you get the sick in morning.
1: My friend Ingrid, she's she's from France. She goes to lunch and she sits down for one hour uninterrupted and has a glass of wine and with a friend or a family member. And, you know, that's very common in Europe. Very. <laughs> Michael and I, and I'm not going to say it, so don't freak out. We have a foot spa where we go that's a hole in the wall. Disgusting dirty foot spot. I got to
0: end my day there because I get too tired. We go,
1: we go around five and we will just like read on our phone. So he does, sometimes he doesn't even go on his phone. I don't go on
0: my phone. I go there and let these guys They don't speak
1: English. No one speaks English and it's dark and it's who knows what's (laughs) happening in the back. (laughs) And it's amazing. But you're right, like a nap or something to break up the day is really smart.
3: Yeah, you get a second morning. You get, it's just like, there's these phases, like same as we talked in the beginning about being an entrepreneur is up and down, but I think year is up and down, but our days are up and down as well. So not assuming that you're always on top of it. Like, why do you sit on the computer and try to get work done when you're tired and not focused? Like, go for a walk, do productive things when you're productive. Don't try to be productive when you're not productive. And taking these breaks is so valuable and uh, walking, I love walking, so I definitely with you with that.
1: I love your advice because it's simple, it's Educational, it's tangible. Do I need to make it harder
3: though to sell product? I got to make it complicated based on your advice. No, people want the complicated. (laughs) No, no. I
1: think you just keep doing what you're doing. You know,
0: speaking about people want what is uh, before we go because I mean we could talk forever. What is is there? We haven't talked in a year on the mic. We've talked before. Yeah, we've talked (laughs) off the mic. But uh, is there a trend that you've seen over the last year that you just fundamentally disagree with that you don't like? Is there anything that comes top of mind, or maybe not? Like, is there just something that you see people doing like as blanket?
3: Well, again, like I think people say good and bad, but then. I see certain things get really trendy that get misunderstood. I think collagen is one of them. I think although collagen is can be helpful, it's often misunderstood. So a few things that I think now that collagen has been all the craze for the last couple of years. There's couple many kinds of collagen. The type one collagen actually gets killed by our stomach acid. So if you buy a product that doesn't have the type two collagen, it probably doesn't even get absorbed. Secondly, collagen, although helpful is not a complete amino acid so our body gets kind of confused so unless you consume collagen with a complete protein such as you know whey or pea protein or something else you're probably also not going to absorb it so collagen is an example that although has all these ha- amazing health benefits that people get excited people don't know that they use bad collagen that doesn't absorb they use it in a way that is not meant to be absorbed and yeah that's a big problem and then finally like a lot of people don't know where collagen comes from like you're boiling hides and you know things like that and it's a lot of i see like a bunch of vegans even like it's like super into collagen and it's just like there's nothing wrong do you do you but just do you know where that comes from and then do you know what type of collagen you're using and do you know what you're combining with but taking high quality collagen scooping into a protein fine but like know that it's type 2 collagen and tied with a complete protein otherwise it's just a waste of money and so people are wasting their money on these wellness products to feel better they just came out a study where they're literally saying that millennials will live shorter than gen x so so the previous what, what was the reason? G- the reason is that we have we we go we drink the collagen drink we go to pilates we do all these wellness things that the previous generation didn't, but we're so fucking stressed out. We're like freaking out about everything and we're worrying about everything, and therefore, like chill, you know? It's like I Why think. Why are you looking at me, Lauren?
0: You need to chill. No, <laughs> I'm not. Stre- I'm feeling pretty good. Okay.
3: Yeah. Keep going. So just to talk, to talk about wellness trends, I'm not saying that. College is a, it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, is like know where you're getting it from and how you're using it. Otherwise, you're just wasting your money on something.
1: Belcampo so, bone this, broth. What is that? mean? Yeah, well, so,
3: so that's the thing. Is like our ancestors had all the answers, and we just like they had bone broth, or they used broth as a base for a soup. You would have chicken soup or something. It was the you, you didn't even necessarily want the meat. You wanted the soup, the broth, and it's so refreshing and amazing. And then same with like many other things like we 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 have the skill of like trying to make it too complicated when you just go and look at what your grandma had and you know grandma ha- might have taken a couple shots of whiskey at night and maybe had a little bit of things that we consider to be unhealthy but grandma did a lot of things right
0: we were at this di- we were at this disaster prepared seminar thing mm-hmm. so I won't get into detail but it was <laughs> one, one of the th- one of the topics that came up is like okay it's just in a natural disaster earthquake fire, whatever. Um, what if the cell towers are down and everyone with the the, the people that were there were freaking out like no cell phone if we don't have a cell phone how are we going to get how are we going to live how are we going to get in touch with what are we and i was like i was sitting there and all i could think is we as the human race human species has lived for thousands and thousands and thousands of years without cell phones with all these natural disasters the the cell phone and some of these things like they've made us feel very safe but they've also imprisoned us in some ways Mm -hmm. okay this if you don't have a cell phone you can't make a call and you got to Got to navigate through the disaster. It's simple as that. Like it's been done. You before. do
1: like when I share my location with you, though. Don't lie.
0: Sure, but I'm saying, <laughs> but it was, it was, in, it was incredible when we see how many people were debilitated with the thought that in a disaster their cell phone wouldn't work, and then because of that they would have no idea how to. But survive. now,
3: if the cell phones cough, off, at least you know how to ride huskies through the yeah no I'm to a snowstorm. I'll, I'll do a message in a <laughs>
1: bottle for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll,
0: honestly, this is going to be selfish, and probably some of those people that were at the seminar might hear this, but all I could think the whole time when everyone was in a panic was, as long as I'm better than 99% of the people here that are yeah. freaking out, I'm good, right? Like, these are the ones, these are the people. Wow. I'll, I'll hop on the back of a Husky with I'll my ho- I'll <laughs>
1: hop onto your back. Yeah. I, you know what I'm gonna do in a disaster? But Look you, to Michael. Do you get what I'm saying? Though, <laughs> yeah. was like people could not- <laughs> That's they, efficient. They, they that couldn't,
0: efficient. They couldn't fathom what would happen if they didn't have cell service. And I was like, well, if that's, the, if that's the way your focus is and you and you can't survive without this device that's in your phone and there, as a human being on the planet you got bigger problems here's
1: the million dollar question okay and you can only pick one this is how we're gonna we're gonna round it out you have to go to the moon and you can only bring one for sigmatic product <laughs> and I'm gonna need to know why you're bringing this one you can only bring one I'm bringing yeah. the mushroom for the rest of your up. life.
0: What are, you, so what are foc- you bringing i'm gonna be so focused on the fucking.
1: Moon. I, i'm bringing the mushroom cacao powder
3: yeah i'll probably die very quickly considering the circumstances at the moon <laughs> so i'll probably also bill bring this Rishi hot chocolate because it'll make me less stressed out at least i'll die a happy man you know in the moon so i'll, I'll also do the same it's it's so relieving and relaxing to take this reishi mushroom, the queen of mushrooms, and that in chocolate—that's delicious. So I'll—I'll I'll take the reishi hot chocolate.
1: You love the queen.
3: Who doesn't? Yeah. Or do you want to? Who doesn't?
0: Just, Do you want to ingest the good skincare so that you
3: just? No,
1: look no, it? no. <laughs> Michael—he just said he's going to take. Because if
0: you're going to die quickly, you want to preserve a good. He's going
1: to take the reishi hot chocolate.
0: Okay.
1: You—you you and Taylor can take the focus. Am I truck. alone?
3: you're alone the, oh okay because there's also the cordyceps mushroom that it, no, no name no, is only... cortisex mushroom so, but oh, that's if i don't I'm there think alone, you're fucking on the moon no
0: no getting one last pump in on
1: yeah the, that before that would, you go
3: man can dream huh? you, you know
1: what you can <laughs> drink your reishi hot chocolate and self-pleasure
0: yourself i think that's
1: enough yeah
3: yeah it is <laughs> it is <laughs> just but, relax
0: hey, yourself look down at earth
3: yeah it's it's very time efficient you know masturbation <laughs> you know it's like putting
1: yeah, taylor knows all about it
3: and putting, putting money in the bank really as an entrepreneur <laughs>
1: taylor the, has all different types of the, tactics and yeah? efficiencies when it comes to masturbation that's it's, the whole it's podcast. getting it's
0: getting the poison out it's getting the, the <laughs> that's, what dad, that's what my dad would tell me it's, it's the getting poison the out. poison out yeah because listen this stuff makes us do dumb
3: things and makes us think you know but that being said <laughs> if like if you then also end up watching i mean we're going to really sidetrack here but if you end up watching then porno and you watch porn and then like, does that make you a better man? And then the second thing is like, you know, masturbation, you squeeze and you lose a lot of sensitivity. So I think a lot of men would do better if they would not watch porn and not masturbate, so they become more sensitive.
1: Wow, Taylor, did you hear that tip? That's the tip of the day for you.
2: I don't think that's gonna happen for
3: me.
1: No, Taylor has a little bit of a, he, he <laughs> loves to, to ma- masturbate, yeah. but Taylor but also has- the porn, no,
2: no, no. Con- but the porn is, we've, you've told that story multiple times, So, but the porn thing, yeah, I mean, uh, I know it's supposed to desensitize you to your or sexually aroused you mm-hmm. get for it like over a period of time. But still, I mean, I'm going strong.
1: <laughs> like how many times a week are you masturbating?
2: I mean, not that many. Just what? like a normal person. Uh, uh, wait, I, wa- I can't oh, wait. Yeah, oh, we stop, can't stop, wait stop, to hear about stop,
0: it. Stop, Now we're going to define what do you envision as a normal person? I just want to hear this.
2: Well, it varies, I guess. From no, but, person but, to person. Be dead he,
0: honest.
3: Whatever he says, he's thinking like it's
0: deducting double. five. Yeah, he's like, okay.
3: Say five sure
2: times a week.
0: Oh so 10.
2: So 10. 10. No no five, I mean maybe 5 to 10 depending <laughs> on
0: So that's normal person 5 to 10. <laughs> five that's nine your nine that's nine. your gauge.
2: I I mean how much, here's a good question how about you? no 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 don't about, <laughs> you go is, in that weird cave and pull out those vhs days. no he doesn't <laughs> this
0: is my fucking show taylor i ask <laughs> <the> questions <laughs> all right
1: you know what let's end it on that where can <laughs> wow. everyone find you a on a really ins- strong finish
3: <laughs> it's like literally literally I don't want porn Taylor
1: taylor uh, yeah taylor needs to go to the bathroom
3: <laughs> okay um, where
1: can everyone find you in four sigmatic
3: yeah, Four Sigmatic, all the social online for Sigmatic is F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C. You don't need to find me, find yourself, you know?
0: If they don't know about Four Sigmatic now, they've been, they've been living under a
3: rock. And
1: and just asking you and putting you on the spot, should we do a fun giveaway where we can do a bunch of different Four Sigmatic products?
3: Yeah, let's, let's do it.
1: Yeah, let's do a basket of the skincare and the hot chocolate, two mm-hmm. of my favorites. It'll be a very skinny, confidential-esque Four Sigmatic basket. Very. Um, all you guys have to do is follow at Four Sigmatic on Instagram and tell us your favorite part of this episode with Tara, which I don't know. There's so many places you could go on my latest Instagram at the Skinny Confidential.
2: Ta- Taylor's masturbation.
0: Four Sigmatic's page is going to love yeah. the masturbation. Yeah. Oh. Uh, t-
2: throw in some of this this line, man, because this stuff is good too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the shop, Are
0: yeah. you trying
1: to get free lines? mane? No, no, not for me. I'm saying for <laughs> you, listeners. You did oh, this, this on delicious. the drunk elephant episode. You inserted uh, yourself uh, into the conversation and asked for free skincare. So I feel like you're trying to get free lion's
2: mane right now. No, it's, I'm giving back to the people. Okay. <laughs> what? How? <laughs> okay.
1: You've given back enough yeah, in the we'll, last 10 we'll, times this week.
3: And we'll add lion's mane to the basket.
1: Yeah.
2: Taro, live.
3: It's always fun. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. I think
0: you're, you're, you're one of the one of the record holders here. Third Am I? I?
3: Wow. So. Okay.
1: Next time you come on, it after will be ayahuasca. after ayahuasca. Um, when I've had the baby, and I'm going to take you up on that
3: deal. Okay, we'll go somewhere. Okay, we'll talk offline. Here comes the pregnancy wait. police again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you cannot have. You're breastfeeding. Can't have ayahuasca.
1: Add a siren, Taylor. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Thank you guys for tuning in again for another episode of the Skinny Confidential Him and Her. For those of you that want to learn more about Four Sigmatic, are just intrigued, about it have not tried it yet, make sure you go to foursigmatic.com slash skinny for 15% off your entire order. Like I said, they've been a partner of this show for a very long time. You just heard from their founder. He's amazing. Again, foursigmatic.com slash skinny for 15% off your entire order. With that, we'll see you Friday. This episode was brought to you by Thrive Market, our favorite one-stop shop for all things grocery, household supplies, pet food, beauty, supplements, they've got it all, and even wine now. Wine, Thrive Wine. Guys, to try Thrive, go to thrivemarket.com skinny to find a membership that fits your lifestyle. Again, that's thrivemarket.com skinny to find a membership that fits your lifestyle. Everything is 25 to 50% below retail, straight to your door, thrivemarket.com skinny.